Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Whistleblower says the IRS recommended some serious charges for Hunter Biden, and apparently they shut it down. Two top whistleblowers have now told Congress that the IRS investigators recommended charging Hunter Biden with attempted tax evasion and other felonies, which are far more serious crimes than what the president's son has agreed to plead guilty to, according to transcripts of their private interviews with lawmakers. The IRS whistleblower said the recommendation called for Hunter Biden to be charged with tax evasion and filing a false tax return, both felonies, for 14, 18, and 19 tax years. The IRS also recommended that prosecutors charge him with failing to pay taxes on time. That's a misdemeanor. For 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19, according to the transcripts, which were released Thursday by House Republicans. It appears that the 11-count charging recommendation also had the backing of some Justice Department prosecutors, but not from more senior attorneys, according to documents that the whistleblowers provided to House investigators. In a deal with prosecutors announced earlier, Hunter Biden is pleading guilty to just two tax misdemeanors, not felonies. The allegations come from Gary Shapley, a 14-year IRS veteran who oversaw parts of Hunter Biden's criminal probe and an unnamed IRS agent who was on the case nearly from its inception. Shapley approached Congress this year with information that he claimed showed political interference in the investigation into Hunter Biden. He and the entire IRS team were later removed from the probe. I am alleging, with evidence, he said that the DOJ provided preferential treatment, slow-walked the investigation, did nothing to avoid obvious conflicts of interest in this investigation. David Weiss, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware who oversaw the Hunter Biden criminal probe, eventually reached a plea deal where the president's son will plead guilty to two misdemeanors for failing to pay taxes on time. The plea agreement will also resolve a separate felony gun charge. 
if Hunter Biden abides to certain court-imposed conditions for a period of time. Hunter Biden isn't pleading guilty to any felonies, and he wasn't charged with any tax felonies. CNN reported the prosecutors are expected to recommend no jail time. He's scheduled to appear in federal court in Delaware in just three days. It is uncommon for there to be internal disagreements among investigators over which charges to be filed against the target of an investigation, much like the disagreement disagreements of the IRS whistleblowers described. In fact, CNN reported last year that some FBI and IRS investigators were even at odds with other Justice Department officials over the strength of the case and that there were discussions over which types of charges were appropriate and whether further investigation was even needed after five years. Sources familiar with the criminal probe also said in April that prosecutors were still actively weighing a felony tax charge against Hunter Biden. And it is common for prosecutors to strike deals with defendants where they plead guilty to a small subset of the possible charges that they could face. There was apparently major roadblocks inside the DOJ is what is now being alleged. The Justice Department probe into Hunter Biden was open in November of 2018 and codenamed Sportsman, according to the testimony. Federal investigators knew as early as June 2021 that there were potential venue-related issues with charging Hunter Biden in Delaware. Under federal law, charges must be brought in the jurisdiction where the alleged crimes actually occurred. If the potential charges couldn't be brought in Delaware, then Weiss would need to help from his fellow U.S. attorneys. He looked to Washington, D.C., where some of Hunter Biden's tax returns were prepared, and the Central District of California, which includes the Los Angeles area where Hunter Biden lives. But Shapley told the committee that the U.S. attorneys in both districts wouldn't seek an indictment. In other words, no, he's one of ours. We're not touching it. A second whistleblower then came forward, an IRS case agent who also testified the com- to the committee, but hasn't been publicly identified, also told lawmakers that this is what happened. He agreed that Weiss was told no when he tried to get the cooperation of the U.S. attorneys in D.C. and Los Angeles, who were Biden appointees. Hunter Biden's eventual plea agreement was filed in Weiss's jurisdiction in Delaware. Shapley contends in the, his interview that the Attorney General Garland was not truthful when he told Congress that Weiss had full authority on the investigation. Clearly, he didn't. Shapley recounted a meeting on October the 7th of 2022, where according to his notes, memorizing the, memorializing the meeting, Weiss said he is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed against Hunter Biden. This undermines what Weiss and Garland have publicly said about Weiss's independence on the matter. Shapley also testified to committee investigators that it was during this October 2022 meeting that he learned for the first time that Weiss had requested to be named a special counsel but was denied. In testimony to Congress in March, Garland said Weiss was advised he is not to be denied anything he needs. Again, so they're lying to Congress. Regarding the claim of political interference with the Hunter Biden criminal probe, Weiss told House Republicans in a recent letter that Garland granted him ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges. After the transcripts were released Thursday, spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office in D.C. and L.A. issued near-identical statements, reiterating that Weiss was given full authority to bring charges in any jurisdiction he deemed appropriate. The Justice Department echoed those comments in a statement saying Weiss needs no further approval to bring charges wherever he wants. 
The whistleblowers also alleged that multiple key junctures and multiple key junctures investigators were thwarted in their efforts because prosecutors were concerned about interfering in the 2020 presidential election cycle in 2020. For example, IRS investigators sought to conduct search warrants and take over and take other overt steps. But according to Shapley, several weeks before the election in September of 2020, a Justice Department prosecutor questioned the optics of searching Hunter Biden's residence and Joe Biden's guest home later that year. Other planned searches were delayed because then-President Donald Trump was refusing to concede and was continuing to contest the results of the election they now claim. More of the story, the fix was already in. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Let me also tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Have you been saving a long time for retirement? Well, if you have, you've probably been really stressed out over the last year with interest rates have been skyrocketing, inflation issues, bank failures, uh, and people that have actually lost some money in their retirement accounts. If you aren't invested and diversified in gold, you should check out Augusta Precious Metals. Augusta Precious Metals, they're just different. They'll even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you the facts about gold and precious metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and protecting your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important if you're in retirement or close to retirement because there's no time to make up losses. Now, if you've had those losses, you know what I'm talking about. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide that they'll send you and they'll do a one-on-one conference with you to talk about your financial portfolio. Both are filled with economic insights and their gold IRA info will give you peace of mind of knowing that, hey, you can protect your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com or 877, the number four, gold IRA. I want to bring to your attention something that's starting to happen, and it's happening quietly, but it's significant. And that is many people in the middle, I'm saying those swing voters that 
control elections because we're tribal as a country. There's four. I, I would argue almost forty nine and a half percent of Americans are going to vote for the Republican candidate and forty nine and a half are going to vote for the Democratic candidate. And all you have there in, in between is basically what's running elections. Now, you could say, Ben, that's too extreme. OK, then let's go to forty eight and a half Republican, forty eight and a half Democrat. You're, you're talking about two to three percentage points here that are going to swing the election. I actually believe it's less than that. But there is something that's happening with the candidacy of RFK Jr. RFK Jr. did a very long sit-down conversation recently with Joe Rogan. And in that conversation, there's something that he said that has exploded virally. And now people are starting to pay attention to him, and he's starting to talk about other things. One of the things he talked about was the vaccine companies continue to exploit the 1986 Vaccine Act to profit off children's mandated vaccines. Now, I want you to listen to this, and I'm not endorsing it. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I just want you to listen to it, and you'll understand why a lot of people are like, oh, maybe I should listen to more of what this guy, RFK Jr., has to say. Listen carefully. Just finish the story, and I'll try to be brief. Um, in because what? Because Reagan caved in and it wasn't just reagan it was the democrats my uncle was chairing the health committee at that time and the democrats also went along they passed the vaccine act in 1986 and the vaccine act gave immunity from liability to all vaccine companies if you for any injury for negligence no matter how negligent you are no matter how reckless your conduct no matter how toxic the ingredient how shoddily tested or manufactured the product no matter how grievous your injury, you, your vaccine company, you cannot be sued. So this was a huge gift for this industry because the, the biggest cost for every medical product is downstream liabilities. And all of a sudden, those have disappeared. So you're not only taking away that cost, but you're also and incentivizing the production of many new vaccines. You're also disincentivizing you're removing the incentive to, to make them safe because they're no matter how dangerous they are, they don't care because they, they can't be sued. And then, then, but you may say, well, if they're really dangerous, then uh, nobody's going to buy them. But the problem with that is nobody has a choice. So they not only got rid of the, the downstream liability, but they don't have any advertising or marketing costs because the federal government is ordering 76 million people, essentially ordering 76 million kids to take the product a year. If you can get that on the schedule, it's like printing a billion dollars for you. And so there was a gold rush. And then the other thing is they are exempt from pre-licensing safety testing. They don't have to be tested and they're not. And I said this for many, many years. You know, I said not one of these 72 vaccines has ever been tested pre-licensing in a placebo-controlled trial where you're looking at vaccinated versus unvaccinated kids and looking for at health outcomes. Never been done. That clip is what is now going viral. RFK Jr. there, having the conversation that he just had, is a conversation that we should all be having a conversation. He said, look, not only did, you know, Joe Biden, or excuse me, not only did my uncle, referring to Teddy Kennedy, um, give in there, but so did Ronald Reagan. It was a problem on both sides. Um, he also went on to say something else about Dr. Peter Hotez, science. I want you to listen to this. 
you had anyone debate you publicly about any of these? They, nobody will debate me. For 18 years, nobody will debate me. In fact, I've scheduled many, many debates, and I've asked Hotez many, many times to debate me. And I think you've asked him, here, why don't you debate Robert Kennedy? And he said, because he's a cunning lawyer or something like that. Mm, but, um, yeah. but I've debated Hotez on the telephone with uh, you know, with kind of a referee, and uh, you know, I, his his science is 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 just made up. He cannot stand by it. He can't cite studies. Well, he was he, trying to tell me that vaccines don't cause autism. I said, yeah, okay, and well, his daughter well, has I, autism, and yeah. he wrote a book. Yeah, that. But I know, asked my him. daughter doesn't have that didn't get her autism from a vaccine. But I've read that book, and there is no science cited in that book. It's just him saying, you know, it didn't happen. And listen. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, and I and God bless him, and God bless that little girl, and you know I have nothing but, um, you know, good energy going to them, and you know, I, but it's not he's using her as a leverage to tell people you you know there's no problem here. But this and, is my point that I, I asked him what does, and he said yeah. there's a, a few there's environmental factors they're aware of. I go what are those? And you couldn't cite them. Yeah. Like, how can you be so sure to say this definitely doesn't, but you're telling me there's a bunch of environmental factors that do cause it, and we're aware of those factors, but you're not aware of them, and you're an expert in this? Yeah. How is that possible? You're. A, I mean, that, that's the main He's a health that, expert. That's the big question that anybody who says it's not the vaccines, I'm like, okay, fine. But they don't want – if you but say it's me, not the vaccines, people go, ah, oh, yeah. good. That's that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to hear. What is it? When you say it is the vaccines, people go, oh, my God, I don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. And they get angry. They get angry at you. And they go, oh, tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. And but the fact yeah. that no one will debate you speaks volumes, especially now. They can't say now that you're not popular. And what's uh, crazy is that B Biden now has decided he's not even going to debate anybody in the primary. Not even going to debate anybody in the primary. These conversations and the pace of these conversations, I actually believe, are incredibly important for this country. I think RFK Jr. is a very interesting candidate for the reasons that I just stated. There's also something else that he said here, and it was about uh, the 24 million. We spent 24 million on lockdowns and a Ukrainian war, which we're paying back through inflation. He's talking about spending and government spending. Take a listen to this. And, and I'll just say one other thing, Joe. That war has cost us $113 billion. That's the commitment so far. We, our CDC's entire budget is $12 billion a year. Uh, um, FDA or, or EPA's entire budget is about $12 billion. We have 57% of our our people in this country cannot put their hands on a thousand dollars to if they need to if there's an emergency 25 percent of americans are hungry now are not getting enough food i have a friend who is a commercial fisherman who spent his life on, you know on the fisheries had a business put it together but because it's a private business because he was are working a lot for other people he doesn't have benefits he now has a disability. His son-in-law runs the business, but can't support him. He has a disability, and um, and 
he has been surviving on $280 worth of food stamps from the SNAP program. And that doesn't take you too far. But on March 1st, he got a robocall from the government saying, your food stamps have been cut by 90%. You're now getting $25 a month. Try feeding yourself on 90 cents a day in this country. 30 million Americans got that call. These are and that same month, we bailed out. We we printed three hundred billion new dollars to bail out the Silicon Valley Bank, and we topped off the Ukraine war commitment to one hundred thirteen billion. So we got lots of money for the for the military industrial complex, lots of money for the bankers, you know, the banksters, but we're starving Americans to death. Now starving them, and let, let me just say this. Food stamps is obviously a very complex issue. But the point that he's making here, that we spent $24 million on these lockdowns, you spent billions on the Ukrainian war so far. We've spent 300, we, we printed 300 billion new dollars to bail out Silicon Valley Bank. We have 113 billion and counting on Ukraine. And we're not taking care of Americans because the money that's being made off wars is massive. I, I am a pro- um, protect America, go after the bad guys first guy. But I also understand now, the older I've gotten, uh, how naive I was after 9-11 to think that people weren't making billions in profits off of us being in wars. And I understand that there are people in Congress whose family and friends and former military individuals at the highest levels who go in the private sector that desperately need a war, whether we're fighting it or somebody else and we're subsidizing it like we're seeing in Ukraine, to make money. And that's what RFK Jr. is saying here. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to, but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this year, resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values. In fact, actually fight against what you believe in. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now or go online to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. That's 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Listen to the second part, by the way, of what he has to say here about our spending habits, right? We got billions and billions for Ukraine. We got billions and billions for lockdown. We have hardly any money for American citizens, but we'll ship money all over the world as long as it makes people money when they do it. We'll bail out Silicon Valley Bank, but then we'll cut people off food stamps. And this is why he's starting to quietly surge against Joe Biden. Listen to the second part. Because of all the inflation, we spent $16 trillion on the lockdown. We wasted, got nothing for it. $8 trillion on the Ukraine war. That's $24 trillion that they had to print to pay for nothing. 
that money, the way they're paying it back, they're not going to tell us they're raised taxes because you can't do that. It's a hidden tax called inflation, and it hits the poor and the middle class, and it has dismantled the middle class in this country. Well, my friends, food bills for basic foods like chicken, dairy, and eggs has increased 76% in two years to pay for the Iraq war, or the Ukraine war, the Iraq war, and the lockdowns. His food prices are going up. And now the government's telling him, while we have plenty of money for the military and the banks, we don't have it for Americans who are, you know, hardworking people. And, uh, you know, something is not right. We, we don't have, we're in a crisis in this country. We're in, you know, and we need to start looking at, we need to start unraveling the empire. We have 800 bases abroad. We were told after, in 1992, when, when the Soviet Union collapsed, we were told we were going to get a peace dividend that the military expenditure was going to, going to go from 600 billion a year to 200 billion. And we were going to stop making billion dollar stealth bombers that can't fly in the rain. And that we're going to take that money home and build schools with it and build infrastructure and give healthcare, good healthcare in the inner cities. And then none of that happened. And today, instead of going down to 200 billion, it's gone up. The total military expenditure, if you include national security, is 1.3 billion. And it hasn't made us safer. It's made us worse off. You know, 1.3 trillion? 1.3 trillion. If you include. Yeah, I think you said billion. No, 1.3 trillion. If you include national, you know, the, the security apparatus and, you know, the, all the stuff that you have to walk through at the airports. And if you include uh, the three hundred billion uh, to uh, the veterans, which you can't cut, you know the veterans are, you know, are they're, 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 we have twenty nine a day killing themselves. You know, this, this, these wars are not good for our country or our kids, and we need to stop being an empire and instead come home, rebuild the middle class, and then project economic power the way the Chinese do who are eating our lunch because they know not to prevent to project military power they to project economic power that's how you win them let all that just sink in now Tucker Carlson who's now doing his show on Twitter did an entire episode about RFK Jr. and Part of what he had to say about it is starting to resonate now with some conservatives and libertarians. Listen. There's never been a candidate for president the media hated more than Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You thought that title belonged to Donald Trump. Of course it must. But go check the coverage. Trump got a gentle scalp massage by comparison when he announced. When Trump rolled out his presidential campaign in 2015, the New York Times waited until the 17th paragraph story to attack him. But as well known as he is, the paper said at the time, Trump is also widely disliked. And then they cited a poll to back it up. That was the attack on Trump. Eight years later, the Times attacked Bobby Kennedy in the very first sentence of the story. Quote, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the paper declared, announced a presidential campaign on Wednesday built on relitigating COVID-19 shutdowns and shaking Americans' faith in science. Shaking Americans' faith in science. Imagine if you're an ordinary New York Times subscriber reading that over coffee in your pre-war rent-controlled duplex on Columbus Avenue. 
You'd think Bobby Kennedy just declared war on the Enlightenment. My fellow Americans, I have come to shake your faith in science. Join me as I drag our nation back to the medieval period. You'd be appalled. CBS News viewers likely were appalled. In its coverage of Kennedy's announcement, CBS denounced the candidate's views as, quote, misleading and dangerous. The LA Times called him a threat to democracy. At the offices of National Public Radio in Washington, a full-blown Category 5 hysteria typhoon broke out. NPR devoted an entire segment to savaging Kennedy, not just as a candidate, but as a human being. NPR described him as someone who, for his own perverse reasons, has made, quote, debunked and false and misleading claims that undermine trust in vaccines, and who, in his spare time, provides moral support to crazed extremists who, quote, rally under the banner of what they call liberty or freedom. People Magazine didn't even bother to report a single word of anything Kennedy said at his announcement, and instead wrote an entire story about how his relatives hate him. Kennedy's younger sister, Carrie, the magazine reported solemnly, does not approve of Bobby Jr.'s harmful views. His harmful views! Bobby Kennedy's thoughts alone are evil enough to hurt people. That's been the tone of the media coverage around Bobby Kennedy Jr. for the past 18 years, since July of 2005. That's the moment that Kennedy published a magazine article suggesting there might be a link between the rise in diagnosed autism cases and the ever-expanding schedule of mandatory childhood vaccines. The day that story was published, Kennedy's reporting was considered so solid that two outlets ran it simultaneously, Rolling Stone and Salon.com. Unfortunately, neither one of them understood what they were up against. The pharma lobby rolled out the most ferocious public relations campaign in memory, and both publications swiftly caved. Both pulled the story and then disavowed it, groveling as they did. No one in the national media bothered to explain why autism diagnoses had skyrocketed. If it wasn't the vaccines, and maybe it wasn't, then what was it? To this day, there has not been a convincing explanation. Instead, reporters just attack Bobby Kennedy. They've called him a lunatic and a Nazi. Instagram shut down his account. YouTube just last week pulled down a perfectly reasonable interview he did with Jordan Peterson, setting unspecified misinformation, and so on. Kennedy became the most censored famous person in the United States. At this point, most Americans have heard a lot more about Bobby Kennedy Jr. than they've heard from him. He doesn't get many offers to speak from big platforms. But last week, Joe Rogan gave him one. Here's some of what he said. Why do five of my seven kids have allergies? You know, it's, it, and of course, we know why. Because aluminum uh, adjuvants give you allergies. They're designed to make you, you know, to, to create a hyperimmune response to, to, you know, to foreign particles. And the last category is, yeah, the allergic diseases, uh, peanut allergies, food allergies, um, eczema, which I never knew anybody with eczema when I was a kid. I never, uh, asthma, I knew people with asthma, but it wasn't one in every four black kids like it is today. So, you know, all of those things. Now, we went from uh, 6% of American having chronic disease by 1986, we're starting to add the vaccines, and we got um, an 11.8% of kids now, so it's doubled. Doubled. You think there's a reason why RFK Jr. is now starting to pick up some steam? It's because he's having these types of conversations, which are incredibly important, by the way, that we have them. 
Make sure that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.